We got to praise him, praise him, praise him. Amen? Amen? Our scripture today comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. I read from the New Revised Standard Version. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interest of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this opportunity you give us to hear your word after coming to your table. We thank you because we know that your grace is with us. And we just ask, O oh Lord, now that you will prepare our spirits for the word that you will share through me. I ask, O oh Lord, that my thoughts might be your thoughts and my mind your mind. I ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Some of you remember a famous comedian that had a series of jokes that started, you might be a redneck. Well, if Paul was writing these jokes based on Christians, he would say, you might be a Christian if you have experienced the encouragement that comes from knowing Jesus Christ. You might be a Christian if you have experienced the consolation that comes through his love. You might be a Christian if you are sharing in the spirit of God. You might be a Christian if you have compassion and sympathy that comes from the compassion and sympathy that you have experienced from God in Jesus Christ. You might be a Christian if you have these things in Christ Jesus. Because if you have these things, it is likely that you have claimed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It is likely that you have experienced the overwhelming love that covers a multitude of sins. 
It is likely that you have experienced forgiveness like no one can give you in this life. And it is likely that you are seeking to follow Jesus as your example. Paul tells us, if you have these things from Christ, then I only ask that you make my joy complete. Now, whenever we use those words, make my joy complete, a lot of times I use it with my own children, and it means that there's just one little more thing that I need from you, and it includes a list about this long of things that I would love for them to do, among which is cleaning the room, behaving, getting good grades, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when Paul says, I just want one more thing from you to make my joy complete so that I can be happy about where you are in Christ, so that I can rejoice with you in your walk and your discipleship. He says, I ask this, that you be of the same mind, having the same love, being of full accord with one another and of one mind in Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul dreamed of a time when we as Christians would be united in Christ to such degree that all of our differences would fall away, that there literally would be no Jew and Greek, no male and female, no slave or free, but that we would all be one in the same Lord, Jesus Christ. If you notice, he repeated mine twice because he knows we overthink things a little bit. He says, have the same mind of Christ and also be of one accord and of one mind. You see, he understood that it is in our mind that we often experience the most lack of unity in the body of Christ. How do we have the same mind and the same love that Jesus has for us? How do we achieve that? How do we get that? Because we know that it's not as easy as just saying, I'm just going to have it, and that's it. Now, all of a sudden, I love everybody and don't hold anything against anybody, and I'm just walking in perfection in Christ. If it was that easy, everybody would be doing it, right? So what does it require for us to truly have the same mind, same love that Christ has for us? But Paul gives us some hints. He says, the first thing is, don't be selfish and self-serving, but seek humility. Now, we are not wired that way, as you know. We are wired to be self-centered, we are wired to look for our own goodwill and everything that can benefit us. That's the way we're wired. And so when he tells us not to be selfish or self-seeking and to seek humility, that goes against the way our flesh goes because it always wants to look for its own good. He says the second thing is you have to regard others as better than yourselves. That's hard. Because when we look at somebody else, we always look at what? Their faults. 
When we look at somebody else, we always see the imperfections. When we look at somebody else, we always see what they're doing wrong. And when we notice those things, then it's hard for us to claim that they are better than us. And in our culture, being less than others is not highly celebrated. Nobody goes, yay, you're less than everybody else in this. No, everybody goes, you got to be what? The best, the highest, the tallest, the best achieving. Everything is about excelling. And so taking the road of humbleness is hard for us. But Paul says we need that if we're going to have the mind and the love of Christ. And then he says, not only do you need to think of others as better than yourself, you need to look out for others and regard others above your own self. And that means that I don't just have to recognize that others are of sacred value before God as children of God, but that I also need to recognize that they might have needs that I need to supply. That I might need to pray for them, that I might need to share my coat if I have to, that I might need to go out of my way to bless somebody else. That we must care for others and not just ourselves and our own. And that, again, is a challenge. We are to have the same mind that was in Christ Jesus. And this is more than just being in agreement with Jesus. We, we all agree Jesus did great things. We all agree that he is the Son of God. We all agree that he loved everybody. But this is more than just being in agreement with what he did. It is coming into alignment with what he did and becoming like Christ in our own thinking and in our own actions. His mind is the one we want to have because Jesus gave us the perfect example of humbleness. Think about it. He left glory to come save us. He left glory to come and live in a body that decays and dies and hungers and suffers he left glory to be rejected by us and put on a cross. He humbled himself in every possible way. Jesus could have come as anyone he chose. He could have been born in a palace with servants, the family of royalty. He could have had all the luxury and provisions he ever wanted, but how did Jesus come in a manger in Bethlehem, the child of a family of meager means? Young people that were still trying to figure out what they were doing in life. In his obedience, Jesus showed us what it means to be humble by making himself vulnerable and becoming one of us. Do you realize that Jesus did not have to obey anybody in heaven because he was God and with God 
the whole time up there. And when he chooses to become human, to incarnate and to take on flesh, he now is obedient to the Father unto death. He now subjects himself to all that we would put him through. That mind of Christ is worth having in our lives. Because when we have the mind of Christ, then we are able to come together as his body, as his people, and truly be one with folks that are completely different than us, with folks that might be all over the world, in other countries, with other races, dressing differently, eating different food, but still sharing the same hope of glory that is in Christ. And at that table, at that table, we, we share that oneness with Christ and with each other. But I want you to notice that the scripture is very clear that this is something that we have to seek. It says, let this mind of Christ be in you. That means that you and I have to make a decision to let Christ in. You and I have to choose to let Christ in and to completely overhaul our thinking and the way we live our lives. When we humble ourselves in this way, we humble ourselves as Christ did. It is God that will exalt us and not man. It won't be your coworkers. It won't be your family. It won't be your neighbor. It'll be God Almighty who will exalt you like he exalted Christ after he went to the cross. God exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. When we humble ourselves and we declare that Jesus is not one way but the way, when we declare that he's not a life but the life, when we declare that he's not a truth, but the truth, we humble ourselves and acknowledge that we are servants of the only true Lord and Savior of the world. Today, Christians around the globe came to this table in the same faith that you and I came to the table today. The faith that says that through the blood of Christ, my sins have been washed away. The faith that says that Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for us. The faith that says that this is not the end of the story because he promises to come back for us. You have a sticker. This sticker is but a mere talking piece. 
a way to tell others that you trust Christ and that this table holds special meaning to you. This is not like any other table you will ever go to. Everyone is welcome at this table. Everyone is invited. Everyone can be forgiven and receive grace from Jesus Christ. And it is our job as followers of Christ who have the mind of Christ to go tell others, won't you join me at the table? Won't you come and experience the grace and the love of Jesus Christ that has redeemed my life and can redeem yours? Today, as we open the altar, we're going to invite you to have time at the altar. If you want somebody to pray with you, come to this side. If you would like to pray by yourself, come here to the reserve spot. But I want you to pray and turn over to God any fear or concern that you have about wearing your sticker tomorrow. Any concern that you have that somebody is going to question you and you might not know what to say. That you will come to the altar and say, Lord, when somebody asks me, give me the words that you want me to share with them that they might know a little bit more about you and might want to meet you if they don't know you already. And Lord, if I meet a Christian and they ask me, help us to rejoice that we share in the table. We're going to begin worship, and the altar is open if you would like to come up for prayer.